So, jumping back in. So after this this whole affair, uh, you guys see Castro's kind of stand up. Dargan kind of like just basically tosses him back over to the other side of the bar. I really don't want any trouble in my bar. All right. I understand. Thank you, Stonebrook. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> my niece works here. She lives here with me. And if you go around bringing any of these narrative wells into my tavern, we're going to come to blows. It won't happen again. <laughs> kind of turns around and like points, wags a finger at you a little bit. I do have some questions. <laughs> Alright, shoot. Alright, before that happens, I'm sorry again. Thank you so much for hiding me. Um, but... <laughs> we'll swing in. Perception check. Gosh. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. Um, she she, she knows everything. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you can't know. Okay, gosh. Um, what if you heard of Orpheus's liar? Orpheus's liar? Have you heard anything about it? It's supposed to be on this concert. fairy tale as far as I know. Not super familiar with it. Uh, it's a Drishkin tale, actually. Drishkin and Theoden combined. It's one of the older tales. Um, like I said, I'm not super familiar with it. I just know that it was a liar that was used to, to put to sleep the Titan a very long time ago. It's all I really know. Okay. Just a fairy tale that the Drishkins tell their children at night. Yeah. Interested in Drishka tales, you should probably head down to Iron Flask. Like I seems like I told a couple of your friends that place crawling with Drishkins. Run by one as well. Alright. Um and then yeah, I just wanna know like what's security like around here? You know, I'm a celebrity, so I just wanna make sure Security in safe hands, you know, yeah, staying well. staying here. So we're not about to be his <laughs> What exactly kind of things do you need to be secure from? I just watched you and your comrades fight off a couple eight-foot moving statues. <laughs> that guy who came in, yeah, it was just, you know, got something against me, so. Well, I'll keep an eye out for him. Thank you. I'm still standing over there since I asked questions. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be secure from his past, I believe. <laughs> like I said, if any trouble comes up in here that I can't personally handle, I'm gonna turn you right over. No offense, but I gotta look out for my own. Understandable. Well, okay. But big guy good, there. Good to know. <laughs> I think I can handle him. All right, all right. Good to know. I head back. Table. I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know about you guys. <laughs> is it still afternoon or uh, it's getting down? at this point the sun's gonna be set. It's yeah. getting kinda late. Late in the day. Do we all have separate rooms? Oh, I don't know. I just someone else should probably ask him. I think he's tired of appearing for me. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Dargan, do we have keys? 
separate rooms, or is it one common room? Two rooms, actually. Two rooms? Of course. It's all I could spare tonight. Kind of busy, in fact. A lot of merchants coming through town. Well, a lot of them going to leave in the morning now, I imagine. Would I know any reason why the uh, business is upticked? Uh, you do know, end of winter, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of trade that tends to happen. Um, it's beginning to be the dawn of spring, farming season, harvesting, or farming season's the beginning time to plant. Um, there, there's quite a bit of trade that happens at the end of each season. Well, I suppose we should decide how we're going to split up. No offense, but I don't really care to be with a target, you know? <laughs> Neither do I. Wow. <laughs> Who got us the room? <laughs> Let's just remember that again, okay? <laughs> I'll room with you. All I right. appreciate a nice bed. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine with me. You what? You gotta. For what? Dargan wanders over and he puts two keys on the table. You two will be in room uh, 13. You two in room 17. Uh, don't worry. Two beds in each room. Plenty of privacy. What? Very much appreciated. <laughs> and if you need anything at all, well, me and my niece, we live downstairs here. And he kind of like points over to a hallway next to the, uh, to the stairwell that just kind of leads back to a separate area. You just come get me. And if that big fella comes up in your nightmares, you just come wake me up and I'll be sure to take care of him for you, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Alright, well, off to bed then. Good night, everyone. <laughs> nice meeting you guys. Yes, it was lovely. And even thanks for the rent. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we meeting? Um, in the morning? Yeah, breakfast. breakfast. Okay. okay. In the bar, I guess. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. So before we, in our room, before everyone goes to bed, I'm just like, when the door closes and when no one else is around. So you guys are all retiring for the evening? Do we question. can't rotate watch between two, right? No. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Darn. Okay, never mind. Do we? Do we hear anything in the other? Uh, uh, there are alarms. Big beauty, watch from the inside. Okay. Is there like you said? There's like rooms in between. Right. Yes. Yeah. Is there any? Like, do we hear anything? Make the perception check. Listen up. He's kind of nervous. Yeah. I'm invading people's privacy, but it's 17. So 17 plus 6, so 23. 23. So I hope nobody's doing it. We're going to see how this goes. You kind of listen in, you kind of wander over to to one side, and you listen in to the other side of the hall, and, and, or you hear uh, what sounds like two people kind of conversing. Um, you hear a, a, a man in what sounds like a, you, you hear him speaking in Dwarvish, actually. Do you, what languages do you speak? Probably not Dwarvish, to be honest. Draconic? Something. 
and I, um, I don't know, Dorvish. Dwarves. Yeah, so you kind of hear them. You, you recognize the language, you don't understand it, but you can hear, you, you're not sure what they're saying. Um, but but you do hear some conversation going on in that room. You kind of wander over to the other side and put your, put your ears to the door for the 23. Um, you hear uh, what sounds like uh, Mercy that you met earlier as she um, is, is speaking with someone that she... Is this in our room now? I, yeah, you, you two are in your room. Okay. She's kind of, you watch, she wanders over to, from one side of the wall to the other and kind of listens in to the other sides. Um, you hear as she just kind of, Trust me, Bram, it was, it's going to be fine. I will be all right. Please, retire to your room. I'm going to be fine on my own. It's a tavern, for, 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 I mean, for God's sake. This is fine. You hear as another voice. After today's events, I just want to make sure that you're going to be all right. Please, I'll be fine, Bram. Very well. Good night, Miss Brooklyn. You hear the door kind of shut. Mercy's going. I might not should have hired this bunch. Sorry. talk to her, does she ever mention, like, what was her reasoning why she's here? She just said she was here on business. Okay. She said she's had an iridescent on business. Okay. The only thing that seems odd to you is that, yeah, with typical, when uh, merchants travel a lot of times, the merchant's guild uh, will hire so or guards for them. So the only thing that seems odd out of that is the fact that she hired them herself. What are you two doing? Training Mavis. You training Mavis? What are you training her to do? Um. Or do you want to just send it over to me? Yeah, I'll send it over to you. Okay. So <laughs> go ahead and make an animal handling check. Okay. And remember, you have to do this each day consecutively. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> what is it? I'm not one. <laughs> Mavis is like, yeah, as you try, like, you get her out and you, you put her on the floor. She is just, she is like, she kind of like, she's so tired, so exhausted from this day. She kind of splays out on the floor. She's just, and, and you just keep like poking at her, trying to get her to wake up. She kind of like looks around, and <laughs> just kind of like nips at your hand a little bit. She's not having it. She just kind of like snuzzles up on the floor and just she's she is not having drinking tonight. I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Did my clothes get dirty today? Uh, oh yeah, definitely so. Very dusty, very dirtied up. I will use my stone to. So. Cassius, you watch as Adonith kind of pulls the stone out and she speaks a few words and she kind of washes it over herself. He watches all the dust, the grime, the muck on her clothes just completely clean. Just with a shimmer. She looks like she's just bathed. <laughs> That's a cool trick. <laughs> Thank you. It comes in handy when you're traveling and you need to meet with people quickly. Hmm. Use it on my clothes. 
Can you, you have manners? Of course I can. <laughs> Please? Yeah. <laughs> so as she kind of, which you're not as nearly as dirty as she was because you didn't get anywhere near those statues. Oh, no. um, as she kind of like washes every, she do washes like all of the dirt and the grime just kind of fades away, and all of your buttons and your your uh, your lace, the stitchings, everything just comes clean and begins to shine a little bit. Even your horns get a little shimmering. Thank you. You're welcome. You really did have a nice. I know, but thank you again. It means a lot. So, would you guys like to take your long rest at this point? Is there anything else anybody wants to do before you take your rest? Unlock the door. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unlock the door. Uh, No. Sleep. Yeah, because the the guy at the merchant's guild said he was taking care of my business, right? Alright. Just have a quick conversation with Cecilia. Okay. Travel mm-hmm. uh, from how far here? Well, I mean, it feels like forever, to be honest. I can't tell you necessarily how far along, but a few yeah. days, I would say. By yourself, away. Yeah, uh,. Yeah, I didn't want to be, but it just kind of came out to be that way. Is there a reason why you're by yourself? Left my family in search of becoming a stronger, powerful person. Mm. And it's uh, where it's led me is here. Yeah. Don't, don't take this the wrong way, but, you know, it's very brave of you traveling by yourself with what appears to me is no vision, and just, uh... About this point, Cecilia, you hear this, and you watch as this, or you don't watch, but you hear as something like kind of scurries about on the floor. And you hear this squeaking as um, your mouse just suddenly pops out of your pocket and kind of hits the floor, kind of nips at your boot a little bit, and begins wandering around. What's that? It's, uh, it's my mouse. Uh, nothing to be alarmed of, uh, afraid of. It's just, uh, oh, just recently, and actually. I wouldn't say met him, but recently discovered him. Discovered him. Oh. <laughs> oh <my God>. Discovered. <laughs> <laughs> discovered. Yeah. Yeah. Cast message. Cast message. <laughs> it's uh, discovered him on your way here. Uh, it's yes. Uh, the. Uh, the wizard that trained me, he uh, gave me a book, and uh, I left on my travels. Uh, hit. Sorry, I can't show you. I'm sorry, but <laughs> when I take the book and fold its covers back, a line, and then you hear as he kind of like shuffles through his satchel, and he, and he pulls something out, and you hear it, it 
pages begin to kind of like flutter, like the as the pages flutter open, and then he you hear this as he puts it together, and you as he puts the the, the book together, there's this. You're not sure what it was, but you know that it would be uh, your mouth's kind of vanishing and reappearing. It's weird. For sake of names, I call him Cheese Nip. Cheese Nip. It's just been yeah, something to go and keep me, I guess you'd say, company in my travels. Huh. So you feel as, uh, suddenly there's something gonna, like uh, nipping at your feet, and it kind of like rubs up against you. You feel something soft, um, and it kind of like climbs up on your boot a little bit. Can I pet him? Sure. I mean, it's, it's just a mouse. You know? I want to create a relationship <laughs> with this mouse. So you reach what? down and <laughs> you kind of scoop him up in your hands, yeah. and you pick him up, make a handle, uh, animal handling check. Animal handling check. Is that a natural point? A, a 19. 19. Okay. Plus 6. Wow. So 25. So, Alright, so as you kind of pull him up and you. Me and Cheese Nip are best friends. <laughs> he takes her. Like, it, towards you, he's usually kind of ornery, but for whatever reason, as she kind of like scoops him uh, in, in her hands, um, he seems to kind of settle in. He kind of does a little circle and then just kind of plops down in her hands and watches his eyes shut. And he kind of begins to go to sleep, but you notice something as you pull him closer. Um, as you get him closer, suddenly you see a starry outline of a mouse. Oh my gosh. You're not sure why, but it looks as though it's it's a silhouette of stars in the shape of a mouse in your hand. Would I know by any chance, like, with all the figures that I have seen in outlines, if they're just important figures, or if it's... Would I know? Uh, okay. You know, this is something very new. new. Yeah. You're not okay. sure what this is or why it's happening to you. Okay. Okay. Seems like a nice little fellow. Seems to like you a lot more than he likes me. I mean, you know, I really don't know. He just appeared, and so I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to do with the mouse, you know. But he seems to really have. Don't know what you do, but. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by animals all the time, so. Really? Yeah, just being in the wilderness all the time, too. It's, I'm normal. I'm used to this, so. Well, I mean, you know, that's uh, well, good. Maybe I can pick up something from you. But, you know, like, like I said, it's really. Uh, Courageous of you to do this for your family and yourself, and travel all. It's uh, very admirable. Well, someone had to do it because one person flaked, and there's nothing more than you just can't. It just gets on my nerve, you know. Someone just doesn't take up on their word, and you have to finish the job. So it's just kind of where I'm at right now. Did my personal quest, but uh, I'll be very happy to assist you on yours. You actually remind me of someone. Oh. There's a family I stayed with to work for, and 
earn some money for my passage across the sea. And uh, I had a girl who had red hair. Her name was Sorrel. She uh, was a good girl. And uh, I saw that pinkish hair of yours. Reminded me a little bit, so I'm gonna say that I'd be very happy to help you on your quest. And likewise. Thank you. I mean, yours is uh, sounds like a very health issue, so I mean, I'd be more than happy to assist you and your family before mine. Well, once I do get my sight back, I will be probably more of a help to you, but even than before, I will do my best. I appreciate that much, and if you, was that something from work, or did it happen later in life? Uh, if, if you don't want to answer, it's, 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 I don't, don't want to cry. <laughs> Let's just say I was a little naive. All, all said, all need, need to be said. The, uh, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about the other two we met up with? Do you, uh, you, you look, think we should go and try and on some corn in the process? It looks like they might be uh, in need. Well, I think the more the merrier right now. And But as much as they don't, I don't know, we probably need to have a little more time with them before I fully trust them. But again, I think it would be better to go in a pack wherever we're going, so. And it sounds like we're going in a, a similar direction, so. You know, as much as one is cocky and one is probably, I don't know, maybe she has, like she's playing the front and we don't know if she's being honest with us, who knows, but I think the more we hang out with them, the more we'll understand. True enough. Like I said, if you need anything, just holler. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can let Cheese Nip sleep with you. He's, uh, <laughs> taking care of more kindly to you than he does to me. Thanks, so, uh, know. he'll be a great cuddle buddy. <laughs> As you kind of sit in the bed, he does kind of like snuggle up uh, against you, kind of like yes. lays down on your lap and just, he just gets real, real comfortable real fast. Oh, Cheese Nip. So. Make sure the door is locked. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So you guys begin to take your long rest. Oh no. No, am I getting no. snatched in the <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta see. <laughs> There's no way that big dick can sneak that stuff. Oh, <laughs> Because I have such great hearing, would anything wake me up? Yes. Just curious. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, <laughs> in the middle of the night, actually, Cecilia, something does wake you. You're hearing. You hear something. Uh, outside of your voices, out in the alleyway, kind of behind the tavern. Someone's speaking. You stir to and, and you, what do you do? 
try to listen in. Make a perception check real fast. So you listen carefully as you kind of come to and you, you, you take a moment and it takes a second but then you recognize one of the voices. You hear that Christian woman from the day, from the earlier the day. You hear her as she's kind of, you hear footsteps stepping through the melting snow as she walks back and forth. And, uh, where are they? This is not a good place for us to meet. And then you hear what sounds like uh, a great opening. Um, there is some, you hear this uh, kind of shuffling outside as you kind of approach the window if you want to do anything, you're still just listening in. Is, I wouldn't know, would I, if there's like any windows in the like, is there any way to see outside to where it's going on? You wouldn't know, you wouldn't be able to see. Yep, that's see. what I was thinking. <laughs> All you can do is hear. It's tough. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go towards Artemis's bed, but I'm not gonna wake him up just yet, and I'm gonna listen a little bit yeah. more. So as you listen in, you hear, you hear as the woman begins to speak in Draconic. And she says, it's about time you got here. You hear this other voice kind of rattle back. Rich, before we give this to you, where is our artifact? Um, you hear as she kind of, calm down, calm down. It's here. Fair tree. Um, there's a brief moment of silence. You hear things kind of shuffle about a little bit. And then you smell something kind of wafting up. You're not sure through where, but it's the same smell that you smelled earlier this day. The familiar one. It smells of fir, pine. You hear is, oh, there's one of the, uh, the, comic speaking uh, creatures kind of these done beyond a wait witch and there's another is <laughs> you hear something like the sound of metal closing and you hear footsteps um, not one pair but two making their way down an alleyway splashing through the puddles And you said it sounded like there was a door that was opening and closing, yeah. right? Was that within the tavern? No, it like sounded like outside. Like it was outside, yeah. Okay, making sure. To you. Okay. This one just sounds like they're getting further and further away. Yeah, at this point, yeah. it's gotten quiet. You don't hear anything anymore. Okay. Um, and there's nothing, and there's just nothing else. It's just quiet now. It's just quiet. Okay. Okay. 
I'm gonna wake up Artemis. And I'm gonna tell him what I saw. What you heard? Yeah. Alright, suddenly Cecilia wakes you up and she told you what she heard um, outside. What do you do? Should we follow them? Maybe it's something with the tablet that the guy was talking about earlier? I don't know. Did the did you tell what the other sounded like that she was talking to? Uh, they're speaking draconic. Draconic? Draconic? <laughs> I don't know how to speak that, but uh. I mean, I can understand what they were saying, and I mean, again, they said the deed is done, but I don't know what they mean by that. I don't know if it's worth going after them, or since they're, it sounds like they're pretty, really far away, and it's just all over now, but. Well, possibly uh, would be worth the, uh, maybe following the, looking into because it sounds like uh, what you said that uh, Triskin Witch she uh, heard the what would you call it a uh, disturbance a made it where you know everybody's focused on that the version Diversion, so that the <laughs> tablet can be stolen <laughs> from uh, Mr. Trest. So I mean, it would be a uh, mess. Two uh, two offers we've had that could relate some coin if we were to uh, pursue this. So I mean, it's. Well, I mean, if you think it's worth following them, then we should go wake them up. But if not, maybe we should just just leave. It's uh, whatever your thoughts are. The uh, gold is just a means to an end for me. So I mean, same, and I don't think it's worth it us right now. And it would be in the darkness, and we haven't uh, rested. So. Probably okay. just best to wait till morning and see what we can find out. Let's do that then. Okay. Goodbye. Hearing is very good. Thanks. It's the only thing I can really depend on right now, so. Okay. Do so you guys return to your sleep? Make sure the door's locked and that nobody tried to. Nobody. We're in the tavern. This was outside the tavern. So. Yeah. Morning comes to all of you get the benefits of a long rest. Great. Mm-hmm. I think I really. I took damage. So. Morning comes to. You're all awakened because it sounds like every door, every neighbor that you have is stirring with the sun. Um, all you hear things shuffling in rooms next to very thin walls in this tower. I suppose all those merchants are leaving now. Everyone's headed out. You sleep alright. 
Yeah, just a little scared I was going to get snatched in the night, but a few nightmares here and there is fine. And what about you? Yeah, all right, Hannah. How's Mavis? She's good. A little hungry. Give her some food. <laughs> so you give her a little bit of rations, she kind of like just immediately goes to just, just gnaw them at it. You watch as she like, she takes her wings and as she eats, she kind of floods them up and covers herself as she eats them. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine though. She slept good at it, so. Do we see anything in the room that's interesting? This room is pretty simple. Um, two beds, simple nice stand with a lantern on it. Um, it's kind of small, maybe 10 foot by 20 foot. It's not very big. Um, other than that, nothing really. It's just a pretty simple room. Singular window that doesn't overlook much. It kind of just uh, looks down over the street below as you guys are on the far side of the, uh, the hallway. Can I peek out the window and just see what I see? Yeah, so as you kind of peer out and you look up and down, you see that you're on uh, one of the main streets of the highway, of the triway. You kind of look up a ways and you can see in the distance this uh, mansion. It's a very large mansion um, surrounded by what appear to be like eight to ten foot tall stone walls and a singular gatehouse that kind of um, seals it off from the rest of the community. Um, and then back to the left, you see as the road leads back down to the uh, to the plaza, the Soul Dragon Plaza below. A lot of alleyways circumventing it here and there. That's about it. A lot of people already up and about, um, just kind of scattered amongst the streets. Like fixing my hair and shining my fangs and horns. So you watch as Kestris, like, as you look out the window, and then you turn around, Kestris has a mirror out, and he's really going to town, got a very nice comb, and is combing his hair back behind his horns. Um, you watch as he kind of, like, takes a look at his horns, and then you see as he takes a little ointment out, puts it on a, on a small rag, and just kind of wipes his horns down with his oil and makes them shine even more than they already are. as you watch is like and kind of she pulls her lips down and she feels and then she takes a file and she kind of files down where her tusks would be she just kind of smooths them out a little bit it doesn't take you long you keep it pretty smooth down for the most part are you ready pretty boy <laughs> talking to me and just you know, wood teeth notice as well Cassius is um, she's kind of getting her gear on and everything you notice is she's got her arms bare at this point, um, she is covered in tattoos. Tattoos that look like constellations. Stars. Um, and she takes great care to cover them as she notices you looking. She kind of quickly pulls her sleeves up and, and covers them fast. Don't know if I should. If you're gonna tell me what those are from, what they're for. <laughs> Excuse me? The tattoos you're covering up? Ah. Well. <laughs> it's a story for another time. 
We know each other better. Fair enough. Go back to Comey. <laughs> <laughs> so you all kind of make your way down to the as you as you prepare. You two make your way down a lot faster than these two. Like, <laughs> sun's been off. You guys are already downstairs. Dargan's kind of approach. When I get down, <laughs> we don't so care. Can I get you to me a breakfast? Alright, that's gonna. Now that the uh, the town's done paying for you, while, like I said, we appreciate what you did for us, but a man's gotta make a living and send his niece off to university. Uh, that's gonna run you about a silver piece each. A what? <laughs> Do I? But I guarantee you it's gonna be the best sausage and eggs you've ever had. Surely, I'll lay down a gold. Oh, I've got so all of a sudden, as um, as you guys are having this conversation, a gold piece is laid on the on the table in front of me. Uh, Darkin kind of looks down. Much obliged. For uh, for the table, then he yeah. kind of exits off to the kitchen. Thank you. Quite welcome. <laughs> Can't start the day without a good meal. My mother would always say. I could have paid it myself. Pirates just stole from me, so. Everything. A lot of things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still got my mirror. <laughs> Beauty products. Did, uh, when he said basically everything, I want to inside check. Yeah. Oh, basically everything. <laughs> oh, do oh, persuasion or deception. Yeah. Your choice, you don't have to sell much. 18. 18. 16. Um, they did. You gather that he's not exactly lying. He's, he has a lot. You can see his garb and you see the things he's carrying. He's carrying quite a bit of stuff with him. But there is a bit of psalmist to his face. Like there's a moment there where there's a crack in his, his facade. Like they actually did probably take quite a bit from him. I'll, uh, the silver I put down to pay, I'll keep this away. Looks like you need this more than I will. I don't need your money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the offer, but I assure you I'm fine. Thank you. I give it to back. To be honest, it should probably go to the niece to pay you off for the trouble for hiding his that's, ass. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, Dargan takes man. it and kind of puts it in his pocket. You four, the most interesting patrons I've had in a very long time. And we get a lot of interesting folk in these bars. Anyways, he steps off. So at this point, he kind of like comes back and he does present you with this these plates full. Like, there's link sausage with uh, with just scrambled eggs, kind of decimated. You um, if you see something you haven't seen in a while, there's salt and pepper kind of scattered about it. Like this, these guys have quite a bit of stuff in this town. Um, it is seasoned very well. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it is a delicious breakfast indeed. Do I have any feature in the morning of like a? It's not useful though. I think it's like a healing thing for bards, or maybe not. I think it's second level. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think it's second level. Okay. Song of rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second level. And it wouldn't be necessary here. Right? Not here. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's during a short rest. To okay. Like whatever you guys need it. So. Thank you. So. 
Um, while we're eating, I'll mention what we experienced last night with the Drishkin woman. Uh, do y'all remember the Drishkin woman from yesterday that they were all talking about? The witch. Yeah, her. Um, apparently she had a meeting last night with... In the middle of the night. Yeah, and I think it might have been the artifact that we were maybe supposed to get. Did she get it? Is that what you mean? Well, there was a trade-off for sure. Sounds like she was being a fence so that someone could steal a lot of that. She was the one that talked to the men. Uh, she didn't target the man, but... You don't things. believe she paid Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought she was literally being in the... No, she no. targeted the thing yes. in the sky that didn't get... Do you know in which direction she was headed? <sighs> Cecilia had a better clue. Yeah, I was sure. just listening to what she told me. She tell you With the way the, the noises echoed and the facility, you're not sure which way she went. You have no real sense of direction. Just here. You knew it happened in an alleyway nearby. You could hear it that much because the way the window was, the thin walls of this tavern, you're able to hear the conversation, but you're not sure exactly where it went down. Did you happen to look out the window? So she was looking at the wall, so I would just. <laughs> right. No. But she told you about what she had outside of the window. It's a little strange, you know, I'm sorry. Uh huh. You know, I'm not quite. <laughs> I'm used to being alone, so... Right. <laughs> I woke up right. like you didn't. I didn't. I mean, that's all yeah. it is. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, we, we stick did... together. We will have to be her eyes for a while. And help her. But it Absolutely. seems you have amazing hearing. Yeah. Is there any other wonderful features we need to know about? I can smell pretty well. Oh, yeah. What do we smell like? What does she smell like? Um, she actually smells just very clean, like incredibly clean, like just like lavender almost. Ooh, um, okay. She's just very like for whatever reason she's just uh, a very strong like rosy lavendery kind of smell, very floral. Um, and Castro smells. Like there's that initial <laughs> smell of uh, almost like cologne, like a kind of strong musky smell that smells good, and then there's that underlying smell of like what is that? Is that petroleum jelly? Is that oil? What is that? You're not real sure. Um, and then uh, with Artemis, Artemis smells like uh, there's bits of salt. Like sea salt, almost kind of here and there. Like you can tell that he's tried to wash it off, but it, it's still there. Um, bit of a outdoorsy smell, uh, musky. Like he's been out on the on the road for a bit. Um, so that's what you get. To be honest, you're probably the best smelling one here. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Probably a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the most interesting people I've met in a while. <laughs> Entertaining, if nothing else. It's what I do best. Huh. So, what are you guys going to do at this point? As she's filled you in all the information. Well, I suppose I don't really know what we should do if we want to stick together. 
You want to take this odd job of trying to confiscate that tablet if the witch has it. 300 gold just seems like a measly bit. Just As you say this, the three of you, like, I'm thinking 300 gold yeah. is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is she talking yeah. about? 300 gold is, that's that's five years of work. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so to misunderstand, I guess the uh, other offer we had from uh, the guard lady must have been uh, bring us the witch. And she was going to pay us two hundred, even less. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought maybe since the way you said that, she was saying two thousand gold. Oh, okay. uh, be more worth our time, I suppose. But also, oh, she just ripped a hole in the sky. Stars, my lord. <laughs> Don't know. I did see quite a few stars up there. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> did you? No, I just sleep under the stars, and uh, you. 2,000 gold would be more like, is that what you get paid for your jobs you do? It depends on the job. <laughs> depends on the business. Are you alright? No, I'm not alright. <laughs> 2,000 gold. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Adam. Winterthorn. Family name books. Are you adamantly rich? <laughs> I wouldn't say adamantly, but I mean, we're, we're well to do. She's rich. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to earn it, though. I don't know that. <laughs> Y'all know each other more than y'all let on. You know the stuff. He thinks he likes to. He likes to think he knows me. <laughs> Truth is, you don't know anything about me. Well, y'all come up with a plan, and I'm gonna flip the coin. <laughs> I'm way out of my shoes. <laughs> You probably are. <laughs> no, no offense. You know, just well, I'm take mild offense, but it's alright. <laughs> I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. I say we go to the 300 gold pieces in the sewers. That woman was tall and scary. That's just my input. Kind of woman insane now, though. She has the tablet. Does she not? She has the tablet. Oh. You just know they're talking about yeah, something. Like, there was some, she, something. It was an artifact, uh, is yeah, what yeah, I know. Sure. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming the diversion of what she did earlier that day was because the Drisk or the little. You said little it sounded like the they, they spoke in Draco uh, Draconian. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. And those. Draconian, yeah. The way that the. Draconic. Draconian. Draconian. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not familiar with that that, uh, that language, but you know he said that there was lizard, the, you know the what's his name, uh, Flaffy, Fluffy, whatever the crazy old drunk man, Naffy, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, Fluffy, he, he, yeah, he said that Fluffy, there was lizardy like 
mini dragon. You said something about them lizard, you know. So I heard him talking about kobolds. I don't know what a kobold is. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, the people that Nabi was talking about. Matthew said that kobolds. Yeah. The sewers aren't my favorite place, but if you want to go there, that's fine with me. It's not like a sewers. two birds with one stone. We can also go to that other um, tavern. Let's see if we can find out more information. It's not the worst thing in the world, the Iron Flask. Oh, the big dude come looking for you. He didn't want oh, to go yes. to the Iron Flask. He seemed a little nervous. Yeah, well, well I'm not I as took big him as out he once. is. Yeah, we, there's four of us. check my friend over here. Insight <laughs> <laughs> check my friend. Good luck. <laughs> Do I have this roll too? Right? Uh, yeah, you have to roll yeah. still. Oh my gosh. 17. 18. Oh, he's so close! He's the only downside of going to the tavern in the day is that there might not be anyone there. They're there, they're just watching. It's also kind of far, trouble. isn't it? Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. It's not okay. The town itself is maybe three or four miles from one side or the other. It doesn't take that long to walk from one side okay. to the next. Yeah, I feel like probably in the daytime we'd be better off going than at night at least. Yeah. Avoid the rowdy crowds. It's scope it out. I'm good with that. Yeah. See what the town has to offer, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. This is where I have to take this man's job <laughs> immediately anyway. That's true. Good point. But if we did take it, it'd be better to take it sooner when we know where they might be, at least. True. You know, they could be, you know, a whole city off by the time, you know, we get done with the, you know, targets, escapade, you know, of the big man. Well, how about we go to the Iron Flask and then head to the sewers if we don't find anything else? What's for me? Before we go, um, I'm gonna take my wool cape. I'm gonna give it. Thanks. I'm gonna give it over, and I'm gonna <laughs> You're say, done? Okay. "Yeah, please wear this." <laughs> I just shine my horns. Please wear this. <laughs> but they're shiny. Uh, but do you remember when we was talking to the dragon? Dragon. Dragon. I've only just met you, but. I'm a bit concerned. You know, you? I, I focus sometimes on the important things and not everything else. So <laughs> the barman. Mine's be sharp as a thistle at this age. Thistle. <laughs> he says sharp as an iron. What brand is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this Lulu O? Can I talk it up? Can I do a persuasion check of some sort? Hang on, you broke me. <laughs> okay, well. It's a very, the green kind of clashes with your color a little bit, 
But it is elven made. <laughs> like as you feel it, it's definitely elven made. This thing is silky smooth. It feels nice. So kind of like put it over you, pull the hood up, and it feels like it kind of drapes. It feels like a feather kind of dusting over your forehead, over your horns. Um, and you, you feel as Mavis kind of like just kind of like perches out of her satchel and kind of like rubs up in it a little bit. Just kind of, and then you see as her eyes kind of dart over towards uh, Artemis again. And you see, there's a little mouse that kind of sticks its head out of his pocket and then immediately and just kind of like pokes its head back down. I see that. Yeah. Okay. And Mavis is like locks eyes on it. <laughs> Artemis, it seems there's a rat in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to get that checked out. What's it to you? <laughs> she has a fancy stone she could use to clean yourself up if you need it. No, cheese nip doesn't mean any harm. Cheese nip? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of the rat? <laughs> Mouse, but here you are. So you take the stone, kind of, there's a shimmer over Artemis, and all the dust, um, all the, uh, the the vagrant salt that's still stuck to you, the sand in your boots, <laughs> vanishes. Everything becomes as if you had just bought these clothes. Everything's clean. You feel all the grime and the dirt in your um, in your like beard just kind of go away. Everything just perfectly clean, spotless. Yes, I mean, that's... Uh, I'm so surprised by all the stuff I've seen in the last day. <laughs> Holy <laughs> molies. Um, it seems to be her signature look, so... Like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> she probably doesn't even know what she looks like. Yeah, excuse but... me? <laughs> Even I thought about that. <laughs> Thank you for the cloak. Mavis likes it, so it's good enough for me. Yeah, at least it's covering up his blue and his. What did they say? Red? Don't talk about the horns. <laughs> I didn't say those things. I just said they asked last night for somebody blue, shiny, and I think it's red and shiny. Either way, you want uh, an obvious. Oh, I mean, sorry. Uh, you you <laughs> stick out like a sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, are going to head to the Iron Blast. Alright, so you guys finish your breakfast and make your way out of doors to Soul Dragon. Um, back down to the marketplace, you see now um, there are a lot of folks that are still kind of cleaning things up. Those uh, stone statues that you guys helped shatter the day before are being uh, kind of swept up and, and put into wheelbarrows and carts and carted off um, into the distance. Um, you do see is there appear to be a few people from the town kind of kneeling down in front in front of this large dragon um, statue. All of them kind of kneel down in front of it, almost as if in prayer. Um, so you guys kind of make your way, following the directions that Dargan gave you. Uh, Did any of the merchants have their tables out, or was that not happening today? Their wares. Uh, they're they're still yeah. Still a few merchants here and there, not nearly as many as the day before, um, but there there are a few 
here and there that are kind of putting their stalls up currently, setting the tents up, putting the wares out. Uh, you see a lot of fruits and vegetables. It's the typical kind of farmer's market type of deal. Um, but the, the, the bookseller, he's gone, long gone. Um, anybody that was selling uh, any kind of physical items that's, okay. that's not related to just groceries, they don't seem to be here today. You kind of gather you know why. So, Do I notice any pirates around? Make a perception check. <clears throat> Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. Looking about, you don't see the three that were following you. You don't see the, the uh, your escort anywhere. So. Do I pick up? I'm sorry. Um, where she was staying and where she would have heard, um, do, like, next to the tavern, do we see any, like, foot tracks or anything? Make yourself a check. Would give us an idea? Yeah, make yourself a check. What is it? Oh, it's kind of tilted, but it would have been an eight. Yeah, it's really good. Should I re-roll it? It doesn't look tilted. It looks fine. <laughs> it doesn't look tilted. <laughs> it looks yeah, it looks fine. What is it? You can do a pressure uh, check. Perception? Yeah. 22. 22? No, Looking down like, the hall, and you, barely cocked. You, you can see barely. as you kind of like, uh, it's hard to, there's a lot of alleys, a lot of inter, inter, intersecting um, buildings around the tavern itself. Um, and as you kind of get to where you gather her room was and you look down, you do see in the melting snow, uh, it's a little bit warmer out today. Uh, the snow is beginning to melt from the day before. You do see some foot tracks here and there, uh, like boot prints kind of going in and out. It is, it is safe to say someone traveled through here before the snow started melting. It's hard to say who, uh, unless you want to get a further look down the alley. Yeah, I'll I'll move mosey around and just see. Make an investigation check. What I see and um, look for anything that looks abnormal since that man's been talking about kobolds. Okay, make an investigation check. <clears throat> uh, investigation is a nineteen. Nineteen. So wandering down the alleyway, you kind of look about. There are patches of snow here and there as you kind of stay close to the tavern itself. Um, you don't see anything at first, but then you look to the right down where an alley kind of intersects and goes further on, and you kind of wander down a little bit because you see a grate. Um, listening to what she had told you about something sounding like a metallic door opening and shutting, and as you walk maybe forty or feet, like thirty or forty feet down this alleyway between all these buildings, you do see in the snow here there are little tracks kind of scattered about. They don't look humanoid; they look almost reptilian. Um, you see claw prints, like little three prints, three, or three fingered prints almost, three toed, excuse me, prints in the snow. Um, and you can see where something was kind of like dragging about, uh, like a, a tail maybe that's been wafting through some of the snow, uh, snow patches. Definitely corroborates her story. Everyone, come take a look at this. Except for you. <laughs> Do I smell anything like the pine? Sounds like that. Uh, as you come back down in the morning, as you mm -hmm. take a whiff around, it's gone. Right. So. For you, Cecilia, see tracks. Reptilian in nature, something I'm not familiar with. And Several little ones, I guess. Otherwise, maybe now he's not telling lies after all. 
where he's just drunk and it's messed with by those creatures while they've messed with him. That's good to know. To the flask. Let's do it. So you guys make your way back to the city streets. Um, kind of uh, wander down the same alleyways that um, that Dorgan had told you about. You walk past the, the Merchant's Guild and take a right past the stockades and the guardhouse. You see a lot of guards kind of posted up out front, some of them with their helmets off, kind of sitting around the front of this uh, this very fortified building. Um, wrought iron gates surrounding it. Uh, it looks to be made of pure stone all the way around. Um, and you see quite a few guards kind of standing out front, uh, a few of them taking orders from a familiar Valeria who's kind of telling them where they should go, what they should do this day. Um, you make your way past, and you do kind of get why Dargan was warning you a little bit about these streets, as the houses go from very fine stone and wood to uh, slightly more ramshackle. Um, roofs with holes in them, uh, everything kind of like the porches kind of falling apart a little bit, the stoops uh, in disrepair. Um, as you make your way down, you can see in the distance, up ahead, you do see um, this large two-story building. Uh, what appears to be the shingles kind of falling off on either side of it. Uh, and it kind of goes down with this really old rotted wood that it's built up with. Um, with a sign that kind of hangs out front, depicting uh, what appears to be a flask and it is made of iron as it kind of hangs on chains in front of the door. Um, you see behind it, it backs up to the gorge, that the, the large cliff that's, or the very steep and deep cliff that leads down to the Deep Hill River on the western side as you guys approach. Does anyone think that we should tell Valeria what we found out over the night? It's not the worst thing in the world to have the guards involved. I think we can tell her. I think it's important because it sounds like the date is done. I don't know what that date is, but maybe they'll know more information. Mm-hmm. It's possible they don't want anything to do with the tablet or even know that it's worth anything. So they, they just wanted to know that. Mm-hmm. Or she did. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, they can take care of her. Suddenly so you guys hear something as you're approaching. You kind of have this conversation, you're approaching the Iron Class. You hear something coming around the side of the building. Um, you hear sounds like boots being drugged, and you hear a man, Come on, please, I swear I didn't take it. I didn't take it. Is it a familiar voice? <laughs> yeah, to does any it, of us? Does it sound familiar to any of you? Okay. Come on here. What's up? Yeah. You kind of hear, uh, what sounds like shuffling about, and then you hear this kind of, and you go, come on, get out of this place. I promise, I promise I wouldn't have sell something out from under you. That would be a fool's errand. And you, you hear another voice that kind of speaks up. If you don't be quiet, it's going to be far worse for each of them. 
Adam's recognize his voice. I know. What would you guys like to do? Just like down the alleyway. Yeah, like you see up ahead, you see the Iron Flask building, um, and it's kind of happening to the right of the building, kind of between the Iron Flask and another uh, building itself that goes down. You can see, you watch as there's a figure that uh, kind of disappears behind the Iron Flask from that corner. We want to tell the captain. We want to take care of that first, or do we want to intercept whatever's going on here? Not really a problem. This guy getting beat up in the alley. <laughs> you said not a problem. Yeah. I guess it's not your problem. Is it yours? No, but one day it might be your problem, and maybe somebody else is just gonna walk by and say it's not their problem. You you hear the man again? Come on. Come on, I, you know I've got two daughters. Please, just hear me out here. We're on a mission. Please. This doesn't involve it. Two birds with one stone to tell her that there's somebody involved. Yeah. And what we also know, maybe she'll send the guard to save whoever this is. He sounded sort of honest when he said he'd never steal from him. I'm sure he's not an honest person, but... I'm sure everyone does when their life is being threatened. Get real honest real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just an observation. But... Happened to you much? That's a good question. I'm going to find someone or something or something. I'm going towards the noise. You're going to go towards them? Yeah. So you guys watch Cecilia and uh, these voices kind of making your way down the alleyway. She planned off. She's blind. So you begin to kind of make your way, mosey down the alleyway and listening intently. As you approach, make a perception check as you, as you kind of listen in with advantage because you're listening. Um, 25. 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you sure you're level one? <laughs> so, um, this advantage is nice. <laughs> she can't hit anything with a bow, but she hears everything. <laughs> Um, so listening in as you kind of approach, you do hear you hear quite a few um, shuffling of boots. Sounds like maybe three, maybe four individuals um, standing about. Uh, you hear what sounds like man, like begging. He's, God, Keltus, please listen to me. I I would not steal from you. I didn't take it. I did not sell it to the commissioner. I promise. I promise. You hear that deeper voice. So what you're telling me is that Siri is a liar. You hear the cracking of knuckles. No, I'm not saying Siri's a liar. What I'm saying is that Siri just simply misunderstood the situation. So is that why you were packing up your belongings and getting ready to leave? Is that why you were found with 700 gold pieces on your purse? Come on, Keldus, please. It's all a misunderstanding, I swear. 
I tell if you're lying or not? Make an inside check. Mm-hmm. I don't get advantage for this, do I? No, straight roll. <laughs> 11, I think. 11? Investigation? Uh, in, insight. Insight, 11. 11? Not sure. Hard to tell. <laughs> Seems he's begging for his life, though. <laughs> what do you three want to do at this point? As you watch Cecilia kind of wander down the alley and kind of back herself up into the corner and listen in. Is there anything you guys want to do? I'm gonna just go and kind of hide in the back. <laughs> <laughs> hide in the shadows. Would you like to tell Valerian? Following you? You would know the guardhouse is a good ways back. So. Don't leave Cecilia. You walk back there. You seem to be close to her. Closer than the two of us. It's just something, I mean, I don't know more than a day. Just something. Wander down the alley, treat her like she's your sister. That's what I was like thinking. She's lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, we'll wait here. See if she's heard anything. Have we been able to hear? We hadn't heard Not her like she heard, no. You no, just watched had... her kind of approach and kind of listen. You could hear shouting and you hear but we something. Would, we would have, from the distance of gates, I would have heard something from the people saying something that they like said something to her or recognized her. Yeah, you would gather. Yeah, okay, I mean, it's like it's not, that, it's not that far where it's like, oh, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, they you just, just can't quite and, make out what the conversation okay. they okay. had they down the alleyway. Most likely, if they were to go in and say, who, who are you? Yeah, no, I would no, probably. It had happened. She doesn't okay. seem to have gotten spooked yet. Yeah. Speaking of which, make a stealth check for me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Give it a few more minutes to see what she finds out. 13. 13. Okay. I miss my plus 10. <laughs> so, kind of. Uh, so you guys are just gonna kind of wait and just keep an eye. You're just you get back behind Adnet and just kind of <laughs> act all nonchalant. <laughs> so yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, you hear uh, you hear something gets slid out of a satchel. Two things, kind of metallic sounding. You hear this. Tell me. How much is an iron hand worth, Jula? It's five gold pieces, sir. My mouth's a bit off today. Tell me, Siri, what's five out of seven hundred? You hear a voice, a female voice, come speak up. I believe that's enough to kill him. Sounds about right. Um, I'm going to say recast and pull out my longbow. You guys watch as Cecilia immediately just kind of <laughs> <laughs> You watch as her staff turns into a bow. <laughs> what do you do? And I'm going to focus in on the guy. Alright. You take your action. You're going to focus in. Yeah. <sighs> you guys watch as she draws her bow. It's about time to get those gods. Way to, uh... Maybe you should wander over there. Oh, for the love of God, do you want yes. me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes. Right. No, I'm going. All right. No, I'm going All right. You'll be okay. <laughs> Leaning on the wall. <laughs> 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 inspired. 
I'm just gonna rush down. I get down. Sorrel! Sorrel! Where are you, Sorrel? <laughs> as soon as you start shouting this, Cecilia, so you hear Artem start shouting this, and. What was that? Siri, what is this? I'll go take a look. Um, you hear footsteps approaching you. <laughs> and then you hear a voice. How far it is? Don't bother. I'm going. Oh, no. Keep an eye on him. You hear his heavy footfalls kind of begin to make their way in your direction. They you, they're getting closer. Okay. Yeah. Is he tall? Is he so, tall? <laughs> as you kind of approach Artemis, you kind of get to Cecilia, about the point you see this figure wander around the corner, you guys notice as someone comes around the back alley, this uh, rather tall, um, but fairly thin, wasted half-orc, long, like, brown hair, like, almost reddish, like, tints of red that kind of pulls back behind his um, shoulders in a ponytail, all the way down to his waistline. He's wearing a very fine vest with uh, platinum buttons along it. His sleeves are rolled up, and you see a pair of brass knuckles sitting on his fists. You notice as well that on his arms, they're covered in these tribal-like black tattoos. As he kind of wanders over, Cecilia, you immediately feel like this weight on your shoulders as he kind of comes over, and you can feel that his shadow cast on you. So he looks down at you, he looks over at Artemis as Artemis is coming run, running down the alleyway. Well, he looks at your bow. What have we here? And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to die. <laughs> we're dead. said uh, if you if you feel so inclined go give midnight strike candle co a follow as well as blue cottage dnd on instagram um yeah so good night good night, good night.